So welcome to this um, podcast, this uh, Pastors Academy podcast. Um, and uh, you'll see this morning that you have all four of us uh, who work with Pastors Academy supporting pastors on the screen. Um, there's um, Steve Bowers there in his lovely Manchester City blue shirt. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and Phil in his uh, lumberjacks <laughs> shirt. And Malcolm looking very, very dapper indeed. So welcome to people and uh, it's good to see you. Of course, uh, Phil uh, covers the Midlands and uh, Steve the North and Malcolm is in East Anglia and I'm I'm in the south of England. But the point of our podcast this morning is simply to in encourage pastors, perhaps who are feeling a bit worn down, um, especially um, as we come out of lockdown, and to say to you, hey, we're here to help you. That's, that's the point of our podcast this morning. Malcolm, you wanted to say a little bit about men in ministry feeling, you know, very warm. Yeah, I think that people are very apprehensive about what they're going back to. They're, they're worried that there's going to be sort of leakage uh, of members and, uh, and a general kind of decline of enthusiasm. Everybody's weary, everybody's apprehensive, everybody's uncertain about the future. And I think that's taking its toll upon pastors. Leaders generally tend to see, well, they see the, the negatives rather yeah. too often sometimes. Yeah. So that's, that's tough, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's right. I think, you know, people are finding it tough. So we want to talk about different things to encourage you as you get back into perhaps gathering the church together again in, in coming months. And if you're feeling a bit down, we want to try and lift you up this morning. So let me start with, with Steve Bowers. Steve, what would you say about the privileges of being a pastor? You were a pastor for 36 years. Uh, you know, what, were the, what would you say were the privileges of, of that work? Well, I mean, one of the things that strikes me straight away is that as a Christian, as an individual Christian, if you, when I think back to when I, when I felt called into ministry, serving your saviour in this way, to be able to give the best of your energies, your time, your efforts to the work of the gospel. I mean, when you sit back and evaluate that, it strikes me as a great privilege to be able to pursue the Christian life, but to do so in a way that is so engaged with all of you who you are uh, in serving the Lord. And I think that's a great privilege. Excellent. Phil, do you want to chip in on that? Yeah. Um, similarly, I think when things are difficult, and the lockdown has been a tough time, yeah. I think difficulties can work to drive us more to Christ. We can think that uh, we're the man for the job or we've got ministry sewn up. Uh, but when we're weak <laughs> and struggling, yeah. you know, we need him, don't we? And uh, his grace then is proved to us sufficient. I think for me, um, my biggest encouragement in ministry and my privilege of ministry is, uh, has been to see my sinfulness, actually. Uh, I love that, that song. Uh, our, our sins, they are many, but his mercy is more. Okay. And right early on in my ministry training, the Lord showed me my sinful heart. Uh, in a fresh way and uh, when I meet people uh, who've got into yeah. their lives in a mess that I've sinful I've got to say I'm worse right yeah, yeah the Lord's had mercy on me and his yeah. grace is immense That's and indeed. amazing um yeah it's just uh, yeah a tremendous thing to That's great. 
That's great. Yeah. It just reminds me of, uh, you know, the, again, of the hymn, um, um, the one about, uh, oh, uh, the, the one, I, I remember the line um, that says, my sins, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought, my sins, not in part, but the whole are nailed to his cross and I bear them no more. And I remember the congregation in Guildford raising the roof you know, with, with that everyone feeling the great sort of relief of yeah. being forgiven. And, that, and of course, that is the great privilege of being a Christian and of course the great privilege of being a pastor. Mount, do you want to chip in on anything there? Oh, I think these chats are getting far too subjective this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was struck by a verse um, that came to my mind about our role is to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. I'm often struck by these people on the Antiques Roadshow, these experts they bring in. They're so enthusiastic, aren't they, for the, yeah. the, the thing that appears to be of little worth, and yet they know its true value. And I think that's a, an interesting little analogy. Or you go around a National Trust property or something like that, um, and, uh, and, and the enthusiasm of these, these curators and so on, it's great. We're curators of the unsearchable riches, mm. and that's a great thing to do, isn't it? And mm. I mean, it's very easy for pastors to dwell on the negative side of church life, because it's always false. Uh, we're, um, one old country pastor in America said, it's difficult to fly with the eagles when you're working with turkeys. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, there's an element of truth in that, isn't there? But we have unsearchable riches to share with other people. Great stuff, isn't it? That's lovely. That's lovely. So, you know, we're acknowledging the kind of difficult, I mean, say it's a privilege, but um, we're acknowledging, you know, there, there is a tough side. Um, so what are the helps? Um, Phil, let me start with you. What, you know, the helps? Helps in the ministry. I think my biggest help has been my wife. <laughs> <laughs> The pastor's the way that uh, yeah. she's always been an encouragement. Her wisdom has been amazing. It saved me from many foolish, rash decisions and, and so on. Uh, and her perspective and then uh, the comforts that she gives. And uh, serving together has been great. And uh, she's looked after the kids, freed me up so much for uh, serving the Lord that uh, that's been brilliant as well. And, and then, of course, the elders have been great around me and uh, I've been very thrilled that uh, they've been there. Uh, they've stood together with me. Yeah. They've checked me. They've uh, picked me up on my failings and uh, uh, faithful are the wound woundings of a friend. That's good. Um, we haven't always seen eye to eye, but uh, yeah, their prayerfulness has been so tremendous through the years. That's another thing. And uh, yeah. Yeah, conferences uh, have kept me in check and fraternals. I've needed all those things and yeah. friends. That's friends good. That's, that's what we miss in lockdown, isn't it? The, the well, close, of course, of close, closeness of friendships. and uh, Hopefully that will return again. Steve, do you want to chip in? Yeah, just it's just a little bit similar, but I was thinking about friend, the friendships I've had with one or two men who were older and wiser, godly, uh, you know, real laborers in the gospel. And, and they've that's been a tremendous help to me over the years, you know, periodic visits or just... Uh, correspondence or phone calls and some of them have been pastors some of them haven't um uh, but that's been a real uh, strength to me over the years excellent Malk, do you want to add anything there yeah having a good laugh <laughs> <laughs> well finding <clears throat> finding hanging out with people who cheer you up you know and, and have got to yeah. can see the funny side of it. our job is so weird it's such a strange calling nobody understands it except pastors 
<clears throat> and if you find the right men to hang out with um, for coffee and at fraternals, you know, that can be a tremendous help. It caps, puts things in perspective, doesn't it? It does. Uh, laughter does good like a medicine, says the old uh, a cheerful, a cheerful heart is good medicine. That's it. That's right. right. That's it. That's, that's the one. That's the one. So th those are some of the things that, you know, have, have helped us. Um, and we just want to say to folk watching or listening to the podcast that we're here for you. You know, we're not here to kind of judge you or to kind of, you know, force you into our mold of ministry but we're here um just to befriend you and you know to, to, to encourage you and we know that things have been tough over the, over the last um few years or over the last year or so um and uh, we were reminded um um gary williams at the uh, pastors academy evidently had counted up all the years of ministry between the four of us and said it's 143 years of ministry that us, us, uh, this group has, uh, has, has been involved in. So we just want to say that, you know, that, you know, whatever you're facing, probably <laughs> we've been there. I mean, perhaps not everything, but probably we've been there in one way or another. And, and we just want to be there to help you. So especially if you're a pastor who's coming through some difficult times, um, please contact um, the, the Pastors Academy at London Seminary, and uh, we'll do our best to get in contact with you and um, to, to, to obviously to seek to help you and to be a blessing to you. John, if uh, it's 143, that's four short of a maximum on a snooker table. <laughs> Does that mean we're all finished when we get to one point? <laughs> <laughs> well, on that very, very happy note, <laughs> all right, I think we'll call it a day. Thank you very much for joining in, everyone. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you. God bless. Yeah. God bless. Yeah.